1971, the first discovery of a black hole was confirmed. But it had been theorized for many years before that. Already on November 27, 1783, John Mitchell published a theory about dark stars. Based upon Newton's theory of light being a particle, Mitchell theorized that if you had a star 500 times bigger than our sun, its gravitational pull would be so great that its own light would never be able to escape. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm mostly Rasmus. I'm half red. And I'm 100% Jan. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> lucky you, lucky you. So, how, how's your week been? Red? Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, sleepy? That that's that's probably the best term for the week. I got I my. I thought you didn't do sleep. I usually I don't or quickly, uh, fast. Uh, but last week on Saturday I got my booster shot, uh, which is great. Uh, I was expecting to spend so much time in the hospital to get it. Actually went in, got out in less than ten minutes, so it was great. Um, <laughs> but after wait 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 wait. Are you saying the French suddenly learned about efficiency? No, it, no, no one was there to get a okay. third shot. Ac- That's, accidentally fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My parents got to, went to the exact same hospital like two months ago, and they had to wait for two hours to get to a shot. Uh, and this time, so there me, were two people waiting in front of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and when I got there, uh, all the nurses and dogs were just waiting for people to come in. Uh, so I guess I, I, I was maybe lucky to go at the, the right time in the afternoon. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was it was super quick. Uh, take less, less than took less than ten minutes, and I was out. I, I bet you were just one of the last ones to get your booster shot. I bet all of the other French people already went to get their booster, like to see it positive. Not I trying to be sarcastic. No, <laughs> but no, but you you've got a point because I got my I had to wait till my second shot. Uh, my second shot was in July, and and, and mm-hmm. I just got my booster now. So I waited more than six months, and the law changed in France. Uh, it was initially you have to wait seven months after your second shot to get the booster and then they change it for two five months and then two four months i guess so a lot of people went there before i i i I did um so yeah you got a point but also the anti-vax which is super surprising the anti-vax um movement if we can call that a movement all the fuckers that don't want to get the third shot and and even more the first and second one uh the media are talking about these people a lot and when i checked the numbers the other day about how many people were vaccinated in france we are more than 55 millions i believe over 68 uh, in the country uh so most if you subscribe subtract 12 millions of children uh 90 percent of the population is vaccinated even more which is way better than germany yeah <laughs> yeah yeah which is which is great and but we are still talking about the 
few that don't want to get the vaccine. Uh, so that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, those probably just yell the loudest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the problem. We people listen to those people. They are probably twelve in the country, <laughs> also. <laughs> but but that's all we can hear. So anyway, I got my my booster, my booster. Um, slept all day on Sunday uh, because I I was super tired because of the booster uh which was kind of nice to take three naps in one day pretty <laughs> unusual but quite nice and um yeah monday felt fine uh did a lot of work um same on tuesday and same same today on the car uh for it to be ready i have still one thing to do before to go to the um test examination uh, certification vot whatever it's called um for the car i just have to change the heater inside the car so i'm uh-huh. not super cold uh, when i'm driving it but everything is done uh, all the rest is done so pretty happy with that because it's been a it's been it's been it's been a while since i've I've, I've I've been able to drive that car, and and all the things that I needed to change on it were mm, mandatory, but not in a too bad shape. So it was kind yes. of weird that they asked us to change it. But well, it's done, so I'm happy. And I did a mistake today. I went to I- IKEA, uh, and although it was it was not packed uh, full of people. Uh, it was just a pain to <laughs> go through all the things. My condolences. Yeah. Ikea is a pain in the, like, on the best of days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Oh. We had to go there because we are, we are searching for uh, furniture for the apartment. Now we, we got the loan. So, yeah. And we are waiting. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, we are just waiting for, for the papers to be um, ready for us to sign the, the sale and, and it will probably be done in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so we are starting to prep uh, to move out uh, and move in. Uh, and so we need a bed, we need a washing machine, we need a few things like that. And we will buy a king size king size bed because that fucking glorious um so i can't wait but thing is that they don't have king size bed in ikea surprisingly so we'll have to find it somewhere hmm. else that's interesting yeah the biggest they have is 160 centimeters wide which is like not enough so yeah yeah huh never thought about that's it good. but I guess the Swedes likes to cuddle more than you French people. <laughs> yeah, we cuddle a lot, but I mean it is a lot colder up here, so we need the body heat. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, you also that. So yeah. <laughs> Usually what the reason why they say there's a lot more kids per family up north in Norway, it's yeah. it's a lot more cold. Yeah, yeah. We have <laughs> long winters. <laughs> long winters, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my week. What about you guys? What did you do? I, I did all of the usual things of working and making roses and trying to get things in order. But uh, on Monday, I got dancing again. Oh. Yeah. After uh, you got your, your shots, right? Yeah, well, I also got my booster on Monday morning. And then I uh, worked a bit. And then I ran into Oslo to dance. Because uh, it, so the opposite direction of red, I just didn't really 
notice it. Yeah, I, yeah, that's something had... you shouldn't do, people listening to this. Uh, if you get exactly. vaccine uh, like of any kind, every, every doctor says it's like, yeah, you maybe want to lay low on sport and physical activity for the next couple of days. <laughs> no, but he's young. His his art is is strong. I, I mean, com- compared to my normal physical activities, dancing is relaxing. Yeah, sure. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but actually, the, the really really fun part about uh, like yeah, there's there's restrictions in place. Uh, so we had one fixed partner for a whole day, maybe even for the entirety of the course. I'm not even sure. Uh, and we're wearing masks all the time and all of that. Huh. But the really fun part, uh, which is really fun for the one other person listening that know about West Coast Swing, is that we accidentally invented a new turn or a new move. Nice on Monday. Uh, which which is again for the one person who cares and knows what I'm talking about it's not only doing a whip and sort of starting with the whip and going into shadow position it's doing a shadow whip I have which, no idea what you're talking about no right it, it's it's uh, it's a turn but you do it completely the opposite way of what you normally do okay yeah um so long story short, the, the whip is something where uh, in West Coast you always move in a line back and forth uh-huh. because it's called West Coast because we invented in the West Coast of US because then it was easy to film and it's a derivation of Lindy Hop which is a lot more circular and funny moving. Okay. But, so the whip is basically a turn where you pull the follower in, you catch them on the back and you spin them around and send them back to where they came from. Okay, so come to dance with me and then fuck off. That's basically (laughs) almost. Uh, But in this case, it's uh, we don't catch them on the back. We catch them. We stand behind them and catch the hip, and then move around them and send them out again. Mm -hmm. So I mean, again, I don't expect anyone to actually know what I'm talking about. But it's it. uh, No, I know. None of the instructors had heard about it before, and but they were sort of leading into that turn, and then one of them just paused and said, "Wait wait a second, let me just try this." And spontaneously on the spot in front of the class, he was like, "Okay, but if I move my feet in the normal way for this turn, and we do this, then we get this fancy new turn. Cool, excellent. Let's learn that today instead." (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's good. That was fun. Yeah. Let's do this completely random thing I just came up with. (laughs) Yeah, and honestly, it was because they had this whole plan and we because there's so few of us dancing now we moved fairly quickly through things and i was going to layer on this last bit and i was like no wait hold on there's more fun things we can do with this and that it just realized on the spot and when dancing that happens a lot when either when you're sort of out of the corner of your eye you see someone do something cool and you just realize that oh i don't know what that is but it, rem- it, it makes me think that if i do all of these i can do something cool and like at least with me, half the time it doesn't work at all. But <laughs> the times it works, it's really, really brilliant. Yeah, it's nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, cool. But today, I I started working on some tools for some friends. What's it? Y- yes, sort of. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's called something specific. Doohickeys, uh, thingamabobs. No, so it's for billow braiding. That's, I think that's the way to describe it, or wicker okay. basket making. I think that's the way it goes. Okay. Uh-huh. So you need a certain like sharp stubby things to push the the willow branches through other branches and split things. And I don't really know. I got some pictures. I remade them. I sent the picture over. Hopefully they'll be okay. And I started prototyping other things. I also started prototyping uh, oh, some plant hangers, which 
a lot of the previous versions I have seen have been like multiple pieces construction or you needed to start with really big stocks so you can get the width on things. And I figured, how about if I just start with 12 mil square and use the peen of the hammer and just spread the steel wide and see, because like the, pa the plant hangers, you need to sort of have some width to the fastening so mm -hmm. that it doesn't twist too much on the wall in the windows and things like that. So I just figured if I can peen it wide enough, wouldn't that possibly work? And I did. So that seems like a cool design. I just need to make it a bit more pretty than what I did now because prototypes are rough. Yeah, F functional form at the moment. Yes, all of that. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it. I mean, I watched The Black Widow, but this is not a movie podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? I, I Honestly, I really, really like it. But I would have loved it to be a lot darker and not so funny. Because okay. the, it, it, to me, it seems like it should have been a story about overcoming trauma. Yeah. Instead, it's just another Avengers film. Yeah. And it's just built on... And yeah, it's, it's, it's about Black Widow. It's before Endgame and all of that shenanigans. Yeah. And it's a really, really fun movie. And I love her black widow sister who shows up oh, i love the feather the feather is so great uh, yeah like do they sing? no they, yeah they do actually <laughs> <laughs> they do actually that's the word that that's was the it damn it <laughs> uh, no, no, but so the, the, the alexei is the name of the father he was red guardian yeah and played by the same actor who played agent hopper or Con uh, officer hopper officer in Bro, stranger yeah. things yeah uh, and I really, really enjoyed. I was like, in the beginning, I was like, he looks familiar. And then you see him all scruffy with the bear belly and with the beard. I was like, ooh, I know that guy. <laughs> that was great. He was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, really good. But like, um, uh, the, the, the I say sister in quotation marks of uh, Black Widow, uh, she was hilarious because she was always making fun of like the he superhero poses that Black Widow is doing. And then she accidentally does one and she raises up and goes, ooh. <laughs> and she's also in Okai, the, the, the TV show. I, I, I haven't and gotten that great. yet. As, yeah, yeah, I, I saw the last bit and I noticed that, oh, it's a Hawkeye thing, but I yeah, haven't gotten yeah. to that yet because yeah. I'm also watching uh what's it called uh watchman and i i have two episodes oh, left now okay and it's also it's good interesting yeah yeah nice. it's very good sorry that's me what about you again? um my week has been especially interesting in many many ways um starting by after the last podcast um was released i think i've never received that many messages about it Oh, cool. And Good. they all were freaking spoilers for <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> and also, I think it was four or five. And I'm pretty sure all those people talked to each other because there wasn't the same spoiler twice in it. They gave me four or five separate spoilers. And everybody ended with a sense, well, but have fun reading the books, those fuckers. <laughs> and I know who they are and I'm gonna... Keep that in mind. I'm actually nice. thinking about like writing summaries for every movie coming out within the next year and just forwarding their messages like, every single time to them. Just like, thank you, by the way, and enjoy the movie. You, you know what's even more evil? Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't do this, but I, it, it, I was thinking about it. And when I worked at the cinema uh, with my brother, uh, we would sometimes be 
get access to test screenings of movies. Sometimes like three, four, six months before the official release, because oh. this was rough edit. And like all of us were really, really passionate about movies. And some of us had studied movie uh, or various things related to that. So we could actually give some coherent feedback. Uh, and of course, you're not really supposed to talk about, say you even have said, seen it. You're not supposed to do any of these things. But of course, what could be really fun is to find someone you hate and you can send them the spoilers the day of the premiere in the morning. Yep. <laughs> Just yeah, a yeah. suggestion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's also, or you start bullshitting the people, which um, there's been the sneak premieres, like here in Germany, yeah. where you go and there's, they're, they're screening one movie, you don't know the movie beforehand, but it's like the first premiere, like even before the actual premiere. Yeah, yeah. So we did that with Blade and there was one guy sitting in the front row and just getting up and I think it was Blade 2 and he just yells, Blade dies in the end and leaves the <laughs> cinema. And the whole movie theater is like people booing and are freaking out and some people are leaving. Well, I guess who did didn't die at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's gonna die. Yeah, a guy was like, I've seen that movie already. He dies in the end and just leaves the movie theater. Was, was it played a Marvel character? Like, yes, yes. Like the, the, the quote unquote first actual Marvel movie. Was it? Okay. Didn't uh, know that. It, yeah, probably, but I'm not sure it was at the time uh, labeled as a Marvel movie. But he, no, he will buy, he'll wasn't. be back in the in the MCU soon with a new actor and and all. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that, okay, that's, that's cool. cool. But now oh, we're turning the movie podcast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Continuing <laughs> with the week, um, actually, kind of weird. Uh, I well expect from like work picking up and everything. So um, bringing my car to the service, like also car issues. But um, yeah, pr pretty standard that far. I had a really, and this is what really strange part of the week happens. Is um, I had a really really productive. It was either Monday or Tuesday. Um, I got tons of stuff done. So basically, I had a list from stuff I wanted to do like over the week or over the next couple of days. I usually don't make daily plans, but kind of like a week overview because working out of home for uh, home office, it's actually, yeah, I just balance it a little bit more. So um, that day I really managed to get a ton of stuff done. Um, at work, I stopped by the office, so it was Monday, exactly. I stopped by at Monday, um, I got some stuff done. Um, I scored a new office chair or asked if I could take an office chair with me to uh, use at home because the old one is just squeaky and falling apart slowly. Uh, th that was did, an did issue for them. Did you ask before you picked it up oh, and yeah. walk, out the door? Okay, yeah, okay. and it was before it was on the news, actually. <laughs> I found the article yesterday and I was just like, what the hell? Uh, for for the listeners that don't know, there's uh, somebody's been fired from the Catholic Church because taking an office chair home for home office, <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> so that was yeah, lady. Uh, so there was like a huge story about it. And um, okay, of yeah. All the things so the that, that was I did I did not know over. about it. I actually really asked <laughs> beforehand because we have a whole bunch of um, like older chairs in the storage. So I knew there were a ton of office chairs. So I just uh, called a guy in charge and asked him if I could take one for, um, to use it at home. So um, I did that. Um, I sorted all my business stuff at home, I cleaned up the desk because I haven't been in the office in like forever. Um, I used the time to write some emails to customers. I got the Teams meeting. So it was just really productive overall. I got back home. Um, I'm just or reorganizing a little bit in the workshop at the moment. So. 
everything on that list and more I got done that day. And the strange part about it is like usually because I'm a lazy bastard, I'm ecstatic if I get that much stuff done. And I wasn't. I was just dissatisfied in the evening. And it's not even it's not because I didn't get more stuff done because I did way more than I even planned. It's just usually I'm really happy about it, knowing that it's crossed off because I love also crossing stuff off of lists. But that day, nah, I was just like in the evening, it's like something just rubbed me wrong and I didn't, and I still don't know what it is. And this is kind of freaking me out because you know, that little like endorphin you did that shot you get when you accomplish something and you finish like finishing a project, cleaning up stuff that you've been pushing for a long time. You should, you should feel good after it. And I was, I felt, well, not really pissed, but indifferent. Hmm. Are you sure you did to do lists wrong or right or however that goes? I have absolutely no, because I'm doing it a little bit, I wouldn't say different than other people, but I'm not doing day-to-day tasks. I usually do like weekly tasks. And you just completed all of the week in one day? But that should be even like if you have, if if you like Monday or Tuesday, if you're done with like 90% of that weekly list, you should feel great about yourself. Yeah, I'd expect so. And I didn't. And that is where we're really fast getting into the segue of setting goals, <laughs> accomplishing what to do for. I before you guys, before, before you guys gonna do it, it I'm gonna do it before you guys gonna do it. <laughs> I just thought I hit that directly. <laughs> yeah. No, the oh, so it's full energy. Exactly. So it is mainly about setting yourself goals and accomplishing them in the different ways. I believe. Hmm. Yeah. So and, this, so, and also the satisfaction that you get or don't get by reaching your goals, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, until now, and this is just, this is why I'm talking about it, because it's so out of the normal or so different from any other time I do stuff or I work down, um, I work off points of lists. I'm usually really happy and I feel satisfied and I feel good about myself. And um, this is not an explanation why it is because I still don't know why that happened. So I have a question for you. Um, all the goals that you reached the other day mm-hmm. uh, but couldn't get satisfaction from, um, mm-hmm. were there goals that you imposed to yourself or that someone else imposed to you? No, it's a, it's a mix. Um, there's stuff from work that is it's my job. I have to do it. It's not, I don't choose doing it well i i do choose because i kind of organize myself at work but uh it was stuff that had to be done and the same um a lot of the stuff was stuff i that needed just needed to be done that i've been pushing for a long time but also there was some stuff that i just come up with and i felt like doing it so it was a mix i would say a healthy mix I'm just asking because sometimes um, when something is imposed to you, uh, you'll do it because you have to do it. Like work, most of the people go to work and they don't even like mm-hmm. that job. But that's a way for them to make money and to to just live, pay the bills and all of that. So they get the satisfaction of doing the job right because they know, even not consciously, but they know that they will keep their job, they will, get, they will not get fired, they will get the pay that they deserve for the job and and so life can can just carry on and they can focus on other stuff um that that is true i used to have that 
in, in, in my jobs before or in some jobs before. Um, but I like doing my job. Yeah. And, like and at so the company I'm right now, like I really love doing my job. There are parts of the job I don't like. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of doing lists over lists and paperwork. But this is usually why I feel even better if I finish that stuff, because if that stuff is done, I can do the stuff that I love about my job yeah. and concentrate on that because the other stuff is, it feels so good if you have like a stack of paper and it's gone yeah. within a few hours mm -hmm. and then you can actually do the stuff you want to do. Mm -hmm. that, that is something that usually feels really good. Yeah, getting rid of all the mm -hmm. administrative stuff that you don't enjoy doing is, is always good because you know that you can now Exactly. get to the uh, good part yeah and also for the rest of the week i felt really I, i felt good about the part that i don't have to do that work anymore i was thankful that work is done and i enjoyed doing the other work i was doing so it's not that i didn't appreciate the work that i did on monday just that moment that little kick you usually get by completing a task that was missing that day and i don't know if it was overall mindset that day if there was something subconsciously bothering me that day something else that just took away from it but there was nothing bad that happened so i i just i i can't put it into a drawer and say it's like well that day i wasn't satisfied because of x y yeah so sort of the, the little bit i know about bipolar disorder not to go and all the way and diagnose you there but mm -hmm. just the little bit i heard about it is that when you are in that sort of the depression bit of bipolar getting good news is like physically unable to excite you and make you happy mm -hmm. so um, so it's sort of like you could be told all of these good things but for some reason your mind or i guess your brain is not giving you the hormones to tell you to be happy about it yeah yeah so it it could just be that you that day were in a bit of a funk and still were able to be productive about it but you missed the connection between actually getting the endorphins of doing a good job that's kind of what i put it down to was just i i, I talked my or i just told myself that something else must have been like just be on my mind but thinking back to it i, I can't remember anything that would be out of the yeah um, yeah and yeah, sort of my, my, uh, from the my best comparison is having uh, a friend who like did some public work and got a lot of good reviews on it mm -hmm. but that day or that week they weren't able to process the good news they would always excuse it by saying something like oh but they don't really know or but there are so many things that could have been better and yeah. all of these excuses are going on in their head and i was like yeah but <laughs> no one noticed no one cares they saw the good bits that's a so. sign of depression yeah absolutely and 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 like uh the diagnosis came a couple of years after so i mean there was something there yeah. uh but in the moment of course no one recognized it so, and again i'm not saying you are bipolar or anything <laughs> <laughs> i certainly hope uh, not <laughs> but but like it could just be an off yeah. day sort of for you're a happy bit yeah. but this is why i'm talking about it is because it i realized it like i was i'm wondering because it's not a normal situation i'm in i'm usually ecstatic when so, it comes to that second question were, were you overwhelmed by the, the the list of the stuff that you had to do that day or was was it like a normal day no not at all it was um it's it's a lot of stuff to do but not priority wise not like 
oh my god i need to do that right now but just uh that typical ever-growing list of stuff that just needs to be done stuff around the house stuff i want to do around the workshop um my weekly workload that is from my day job so just stuff like that yeah may i ask then how you normally put your list together you said you i think we might have briefly talked about it an episode earlier Mm -hmm. uh, but you'd mostly do a week by week list, not day by day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any it's just other from, from the nature of things. Yeah, of course. There's there's a definite priority. Like job wise, there's a priority list always um, with running projects, with emergency stuff coming in from customer having issues. That comes first. Um, so I kind of do a weekly. I do a weekly list about overall work that is planned. And then, of course, all this stuff within the week happens where that needs direct attention. So th that's never been an issue because it is so hard when you work in sales, especially during those times, to plan a day-by-day -day basis because mm. you can't reach a lot of customers because they're in home office and they're not able to get all the information you need at that moment. Vice versa, um, like sometimes you need to go somewhere and travel and like the day before that the restrictions are going up again or their superior said you're not allowed to go or you get a new letter inside your company telling you nope there are no visits for this week because the numbers are too high and this is just corona based there's all that other stuff in sales that just happens on a day-to-day -day basis hmm. so this is why i went over on doing like weekly goals and I, then, of course, there's also a huge list of long-term goals whenever you have free time and you just go through that list and you pick yourself something and just work it off. So then I never had issues with that. I kind of like doing that work. How about you, Red? What, what's usually your strategy? Uh, it changed over time because um, previously I... So previously, like a few years ago, was when I was... Uh, single or when we did not have a kid yet um my my that's that my how i did my list or, or set my goals were something that i've been told when I, I was in fifth year in college um a guy came one day and said you are uh you're we will be next year uh in a phd research kind of thing so you will have to set goals and keep an eye on your schedule uh, every single day so in order to prioritize your task he gave us a, a good trick with which is to just uh, draw a square with four squares in it and to write urgent important uh, on top and on the left uh, not urgent and not important and when you have all of that you can prioritize your stuff being very uh, you, you mean making sort of a two by two grid absolutely yeah okay it, it yeah it you you put it you put it better than i i did so yeah uh, i think uh, you, you you mentioned this before i just think you missed mm. this part yeah now. yeah so, that, so yeah importance and time sensitivity uh, basically not, yeah basically yeah and and we with it with agreed it it works it worked for me but you can draw it the way you want um just to keep in mind that important and uh, urgent stuff has to be prioritized so that's the thing that you have to do first and then you will have to do the important but not urgent 
Uh, and then the not not important and not urgent right the very last because that doesn't really matter it, you, it still has mm. to be done but it, it's not for now it's not important it's not urgent so by prioritizing my um, task or what I had to do my work that way um, I saved a lot of time uh, effort and I was pretty efficient the thing is now I'm still trying to do that but um I'm I'm not fully in charge of my own schedule anymore uh, because when you have a kid you have to take care of your kid obviously so nobody forced me and I'm super happy to uh, do it for him because that's very important to take care of your mm -hmm. own kid because otherwise don't don't make kids I mean it's it's I'm, it's I a, heard making kids is fun it is absolutely the best part is the practice especially <laughs> especially the training leading up to yeah, it yeah yeah the practice <laughs> is the, the best part uh, but but it's a it's it's a conscious uh, choice if you if you want kids you know that you will have to give up some part of your life like going to the bars and drinks with your friends you're probably not gonna do that every single night uh, once you have a kid and and your sleep and your work and your hobbies you will have to reduce all of them because there is no one else in the world to take care of your child besides you so your his world or her world and and he literally depends on you so mm -hmm. you have you have to be aware of that and and make your choices so now when i have a task list I have to also keep in mind that the time that I have in one day is reduced to a few hours in the morning, a few hours in the afternoon. And after that, the kid will be at school, uh, from back from school, so at home. And I won't be able to work in the same way in, or, or do the same things because uh, it's hard for me to be working outside in the car or be in the forge when the kid is alone at home. I can obviously put a film for him or give him uh, the control of the PlayStation and he can play it, but that's not the best solution. It's it's better if I spend time with him and, and help him with the homework or whatever. Um, so by just being aware that uh, I have to prioritize the work alone things in the morning and in the beginning of the afternoon and the not too important things in the late afternoon so he, I can still be with him if he needs me and or just uh, be listening to what he's doing. Uh, so it changed a little bit. And also the second reason that it changed over time is um, that I know myself better. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can do when I'm tired, what I don't want to do when I'm tired, when I can do when I'm, 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 I'm feeling good. Um, and all those uh, parameters are kind of important to um, allow me, enable me to set my, my goals uh, correctly. Because mm -hmm. I, I would, I would uh, really enjoy spending the, the whole day in the forge as I used to, or be grinding stuff and, and doing metal work and like all day long in the cold by minus five like today. Uh, but I also know that uh, I would get a cold, I would get sick and I would sh get uh, nothing done for the next week because I would be laying mm. in bed and, and all, of, all of that. So mm. I think for me, the most important thing is to know yourself well 
to don't overestimate your capabilities and, yeah, and just, just set a list of goals or tasks um, realistically. Yeah, but this is something that you can't do in the beginning when you start something this is something where you need experience you need to know yeah. the kind of workload your the list of the things you do you kind of uh, you need the experience on knowing how long certain tasks are gonna take yeah for, I still for suck you, at that. being something <laughs> organizing paying bills or if you do leather work and you know mm -hmm. you have to cut out that many pieces mm -hmm. you have the experience from years doing it and you know how much time it's gonna take if somebody tells me to cut 200 leather pieces yeah. i would go like yeah that's probably gonna take me that long and then you add like three times the actual time amount and yeah. then you're actually there well <laughs> yeah. my, my wife would disagree with you because i for her and i totally fully agree with her i i, I can't um I don't know how long a task is gonna uh, take me, even if it's laser work and I'm expert. I'm always saying, oh, I'll be back in half an hour. And, and I get back three hours later and she's like, yeah, <laughs> one half, one, half an hour. Because I, I get caught up in, in, the, in the zone. I'm, I'm in the, the, the process, so I don't, I don't keep an eye on the watch and I don't so, know how, how long I've spent in, in the workshop. So this is your um, estimation about <laughs> how much time you have at hand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 that also counts. But no, you're right in the, in the way that experience will help you to, um, to set up your tax, tasks for the day or for the week because you know how long it usually takes you and, mm -hmm. and how much energy and, and how much material and, and everything. Because one of the things that I hate the most is having to pause on a project uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm lacking uh, materials or, or, or paint or leather or whatever, wood. Uh, I mean, going to the hardware, hardware store uh, in the middle of a project is the worst thing in the world for me because it, mm -hmm. it's not a break. Uh, it's not a pose that you enjoy. It's, it's the, usually rush it to get back to the shop as as uh, as soon as possible to to get back to what you are doing. So it it it's it's better to plan ahead and to order all the materials. It it's a gain in time, I believe, and energy as well. And try to also order twice as much as you actually need. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Because, because fuck ups happen. Yeah, 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 exactly. Having is always better you than eating. And you have it for next time. Yeah, There's absolutely. nothing worse than standing there for a project and you know you just ruined the last piece that you had, the last piece of yeah. the metal stock <laughs> or anything else. Yeah. yeah. The guys, how was this with oh, how was it with you guys? I mean, Rasmus, I know you we've been talking a lot about notes that you're setting up your basically your whole life about it. Um, the progress of making lists, how did you guys go about it in the beginning? Because nobody, maybe some people already start in school, especially the ones that study later on, they usually learn how to do lists or kind of need to do it for their studies. But how did you guys start doing it? Did you like for, for your day to day task, did you get help from other people? Did you read books about it? How to get organized to do lists? Like what did you guys do? Um, I was super, super lucky to have uh, classes about that when I was in college in fifth year. I said, okay. uh, the, the guys, uh, teachers uh, came uh, and, and explained us how to plan ahead, how to organize yourself or how to use your time in an efficient manner in order to not uh, waste it or get discouraged or get 
tired too quickly and actually reach your goals. Um, one uh, one very other thing, a uh, very important thing, and and we'll probably get back um, later to it after Raz answered your question, is also one of the things that it taught us is to set realistic goals, uh, like re oh, realistic goals. Yeah, yeah. It, don't don't uh, overestimate um, what you can do. And they, they said something that um, I, I, it, 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 that's something I, I still think about or of uh, on a regular basis. One guy once said, um, if you don't plan what you are going, goals are not goals. They are hopes and dreams. Yeah. Um, if you want to do something, if you want to reach a goal, you have to plan ahead. You have to have a schedule. You have to decide on small steps that you will go through. And, and in the end, you will reach your goals. Uh -huh. uh, if you are just going to, oh, next year I'm going to open my own business. If you don't do it uh, in a small increments, you don't take small steps to reach that goal, it will never happen. It, it will just be... A dream or a hope yeah. or uh, something like that. Um, so yeah, sorry, Raz, do you do, do you do lists? Yeah, well now I have lists for lists for everything. Yeah, but I I actually I'm not sure I ever learned anything about staying organized in school or anything. No, I, I know that I never learned it in school. Uh, I think I learned a lot more about how to stay organized in the scouts and then later in the army mm -hmm. because you 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 have a packing list you you need certain things depending on the season to survive outside or at least to have it comfortable uh, <laughs> the, the, the hard way of life if, if you like forget to take your blanket or something with you <laughs> oh yeah you're gonna regret it <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah you will ask me i don't know <laughs> how how do you know i that? fucking forgot it uh, when we went camping one night and so i forgot the blanket and we had a sleeping bag which uh i probably got the only sleeping bag on the old regiment of 500 people that was uh in and out so one one side was supposed to withstand the rain and the humidity mm. and that was inside my sleeping bag and i didn't know uh, so i slept oh. on that mat and i woke up the uh, the next oh, morning with a soaked sleeping bag absolutely and i was mm. it was cold it was it was end of october in the mountains and it was like i will never forget that night so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i believe you <laughs> that is funny oh. yeah uh, so Sort of in school for me then, uh, I, I would just keep everything in, in my head. Uh, or sort uh -huh. of not only in school, but also like going to the scouts and having the scout meetings and doing karate and all of that. Uh, like it was so many routines that I didn't need to write anything down because the routines were well established. There was no doubt that this day was this thing, that this day was this thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and of course, me having... a a sort of good memory meaning that as long as i can keep connections to things associations it's really easy to remember a lot of things for me mm -hmm. always, uh, and also if you're interested in something it's way easier to learn it or absolutely remember absolutely. it uh but but like in school for me like 
practicing for exams or tests, like I would just read through the pensum or the book that we had and I would just go to the test and I always did above average. And because I was a lazy bastard, that was fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like, like, like when I came back from Japan after being uh, studying abroad, uh, being an exchange student, I, I took my third year at the same time as I took my second year again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I had eight exams in three weeks or something. And Oof. I, yeah, no, I just read all the books. I just s- read s- through sorry, them. Sorry, uh, is that a lot? In your country? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this this would be for high school, and normally we would have, I think, two exams for the whole semester. Really? I have, oh, I, I had shit. ten that that semester. Well, but usually you're not. We're not talking about like small tests. We're talking about like pages and pages of questions. Yeah, right? just the end of like end the, of year exam. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I had I had I had eight privately outside of school, and then two in school. Okay. Uh, and I think my average grades were 5.2 out of 6 being the best mm-hmm. oh cool uh, because, because I just opened the books and read them and I understood it and then I remembered it and I just showed up and talked and, and wrote and all of that do you know why I, I mean do you know that you're, uh, you have a photographic memory so if you see something you will you will remember oh, it it's not photographic no? I can assure you uh, but so um, you, you have you have two terms when it comes to like really, really good memory. Uh, you have endetic and uh, another one that sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is photographic. One is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that I can, and I, I end up doing, I think I have the other one that is just really, really good. I know it's not photographic because I do am wrong often. Okay. I can ensure you I have neither of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but like I I can I uh, and I have this tendency to often go over scenarios in my head, almost like you would uh, plot out a scene in a movie or something. Mm-hmm. But does uh, that help you with building lists? No, no. This is just how my my mind works and how I okay. didn't need lists beforehand because okay. in my mind it was all the matter of just associating things after each other mm-hmm. it's like when you when you remember a song you don't remember the entirety of the song at once yeah you remember one line and then the next one sure sure but yeah. and, and sometimes you don't even remember the next one until you start singing it yeah right yeah so that's that's a lot of associative memory going on i can uh, i can see that being an issue though when stuff does not go according to plan or like a point by point checklist yeah you're right sometimes you messed up sometimes you forget a connection in there and the whole thing falls apart yeah Yeah. um that that happens by all means currently though it's uh it's one of those things where i i write everything down because the action of writing it down makes me remember it a lot better Mm -hmm. to the extent that i usually don't have to look at my drawings after i've made them because the act of drawing them gives me all the measurements in my mind yeah and 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 that's that's enough sort of thing. Yeah. Also takes away uh, from the pressure because you know you can read it up if you need to. You wrote it down. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so like today when I did the plant hanger, uh, the customer gave me some reference images and um, and things, and I took a post-it notes and I sketched it out and I walked out to the shop and I made it, and there was no doubt in my mind what the measurements were supposed to be and how I wanted it to look depending on the, pic- the reference picture they sent me. Um, and then you did it different uh, anyway. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, I, I, uh, I, yeah. Well, I, it's a different story. I made it. I, I like the phrasing of it because I made it, and I said this to the to the, to the customer as well. I made it under, uh, now over long and under short, so it's a bit too tall and a bit too, uh, too, too short coming out of the yeah. wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was. I mean, I started. I also I grabbed a stick of steel that was nearly the size i think i was thinking i should start with i was like i'll use this and see how it goes because it's a prototype i, I need to test test out how much uh, of material is lost in all of the curves and all of that mm-hmm. and the starting stock i need you i ended up choosing was two centimeters shorter than what i should have used damn the thing the, too bad yeah. Uh, but like that's what I realized after the fact. The thing I wanted to start with something that was fifty centimeters long. This was forty-three, and then after making the prototype, I realized okay, forty-five is enough. That gives me a reasonable amount. Uh, yeah. That's uh, what confidence. prototypes are for. Yeah. The only thing I didn't know is that when I pinned out the the uh, the, the nail holes or the spot for the nail holes in the middle, how much the material would grow and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I, now I know I was estimating that it should be fine by having about 14 centimeters in between the screw holes. I'll reduce that to 10 centimeters and then all of the other dimensions will follow and it will be the right shape. So that's why I made a prototype. Yeah. Uh, but like I, great, I made the drawing here and then I walked out there and did it. So, so that's the reason why you, you keep list and, and prep them to just to remember what you have to do how you have to do it and once they are done you don't have to look at them until the end of the day or the end of the week just to check the stuff that you've done right yeah and the same thing with my calendar in notion now uh-huh. is uh, i use it to block out like what's the focus on this day and this day and this day okay and or more often than not like today i was doing all of this and i realized i didn't actually block anything else out i had two things that was the um, the wicker making tools mm-hmm. and it was this plant hanger and i realized that oh but i have like these two things take a lot less time than i thought about or considered so i'll make roses and today i cut up materials for 30 rose stems or something and prepped them for welding uh, like forged down the the collar to half round and bent it around and like prepared all of it so the, so tomorrow i'll go in there and i'll crank up the heat and i'll get into forge welding and i'll just stick all of them together Mm-hmm. Um, but like so yeah I, I use all of my to-do list basically as a guideline not more more than a rule yeah. and write them down so that I can look back at them and see oh yeah I forgot this thing or this thing because it was disassociated completely from yeah. everything else I had in my mind that today yeah. what about if, you if that makes sense yeah yeah it does it does yeah. absolutely what about you Jan you, you said that you never learn how to keep a list not, or to prep one for the, your tasks, right? Not not at school. And um, I was a scatterbrain. And at the beginning of my job, I moved to the US and then I got that whole thing of getting better in organizing and sorting your life. And because in, in Germany, it's like my parents were close by. I it took me a long time to get really like self-independent. It's one what that was one of the reasons I moved over to the US was actually to be forced to be independent. That mm-hmm. was one of the first big decisions I made for myself and one that I'm really happy <laughs> I made mm-hmm. at that point. And over in the US I got that whole it was in the beginning of the twenties. 
so it was i was 21 at that time when i moved when i moved over there i was actually 20 and i I turned 21 after living for a month in the us and at that point i started that whole oh i want to be organized i want to like improve myself and get better it was the early 2000s (laughs) so it was just american to me that that that's typically something that I, I I I've heard from people living in the US, or or like yeah. from the being from the US and American citizen or yeah. or going to live in the US for for a short amount of time, like yeah, no for, one in France before twenty fifteen was like oh I'm gonna improve myself and and get organized. I I didn't have any friends. I didn't have anyone to talk to. All I did was working six days a week. So for me it was way too much time for myself with way too much to think about mm-hmm. and i used yeah. to think a lot like way too much and too deeply so that was yeah. not not a good combination and i still i could cry for the time i wasted on reading those shitty books about proficiency and <laughs> reorganizing and reinventing your life because oh. main of them is are people that write to like or basically hear themselves talking Mm-hmm. It's it's all in a preachy matter, and thankfully, at one point, because of my job, I realized, and I worked as a service technician. It was not about the books, or it's not if you don't know how to organize yourself. Books are not the right answer. The best thing you can do is, if you do it for your job, you usually have colleagues. Go to a colleague, ask them how they do it, how they organize themselves, then you can decide for yourself if you actually want to do it that way or if it works for you because some stuff my colleagues do, I took over because it's ingenious how they organize certain tasks and other stuff is like, oh, this is, no, this is not how I'm going to do it. This, This would drive me crazy if I would do it that way. So it's filtering out what you actually need to do and for God's sake, don't read those stupid books because 90% of the time if you have found a way that works for you and you want to deepen that knowledge and then you might be able to find a book that describes because usually if you learn something for yourself it is a known method you don't know the name for the method and that's kind of like difficult to find out the name of that type of organization you're actually doing or how you're preparing your list then you can get a book to deepen your knowledge about it but don't get one of those make your life better books because this is just my personal reason. There might be people that those books helped, but I think it's the biggest waste of time I ever had in my life and actually made me more disorganized because I thought I had to work after those books and change stuff that was naturally before I didn't do it anymore because I thought I had to do it a certain way and it was uh, it, it was a complete mess. So it, for me, I needed to like completely crash before I actually built myself up again. I think you, you, you said something very important about those books or, or otherwise. I mean, it's self-help, I think, is the genre. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, well, but, most of them are cloaked as organization, but really yeah. it's just the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it might help a lot of people. But um, I, I like what you said. You have to find something that works for you because a method is only a method if you can apply it to yourself. So if you exactly. know how you function, how you work internally and, and how your life is organized in a disorganized way, you can apply any method that you like 
because it will work for you for your lifestyle and, and list yeah and listen stuff they are only a tool yeah there's something to cater to your needs if you organize for the sake of organizing mm. it becomes the thing it's not you're not for example for one of my projects i organize myself for a project if i go too deep into organizing i or organize myself to organize like it's it loses the how do you it's difficult momentum, to explain not just the momentum but the actual goal you're trying to achieve by using it oh you sort of lose yourself on the way of getting there exactly yeah yeah because you can get you get completely caught up I, I like in my opinion self-help or that genre of book is an industry it's not helpful mm -hmm. uh but it might help you figure out all the things that doesn't work for you if yeah if, if you if you if you realize it yeah yeah but but you need yeah you need to have the frame of mind of testing things to see if this is for you instead of just reading it as it is as if it is some kind of bible and just taking anything as gospel because yeah. it's not it's written by someone who hopefully had it work for them but maybe not he probably it not. might just be and and yeah, they, like they, they, i mean i see i see most not most of them but a few of them like gurus from sects i mean this this fucking maricondo saying that you go you should yeah. throw away something if you haven't touched it in two or three years fuck her i mean I, I I worked my butt off for all summer in order to buy my Gibson SG. I haven't touched <laughs> it in five years. I'm not gonna throw that away, ever. No, but no. you but you gonna but you look at it every other day and you want to make love to it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So no, but I understand. I, it can help people people who are lost in their life and really need some. Um, some ideas to get better organized or to, uh, I mean, hoarders, people are living in, in the trash, have a real problem, so they need help, but they need uh, psychological help, not a freaking not a housewife yeah. writing a book about keeping your stuff in plastic and, box. And giving classes about it for only 400 euros yeah, for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, for, 499. Yeah, if, if, um, if, there's, if there's courses to it and other stuff, this is the point where you should get like really suspicious about it. Yeah. Yeah, or business, business model. an industry. What yeah. that the, the different uh, the different the people that I actually listen to when it comes to that stuff are are, are psychologists. I, I mean, teachers or, or psychiatrists or people that have done research about how the human brain works. And um, that's something I would I, I wanted to get back to because Raz, you said it earlier, and it was a super important word, at least in my in my opinion, is the word routine. Mm. I was mm -hmm. watching a video of a pretty well-known uh, guy. Uh, obviously, I forgot his name right now, but um, he was do he was doing a, um, a presentation to uh, students in 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 a college and was explaining that if people don't have a routine, they will lose themselves. The human brain needs a routine. So he, he said very clearly, cl really clearly. Um, Unlike you. Yeah, so, sorry about that. Um, uh, You're just giving Gamer Reed a fuel. That's all you're doing now. <laughs> you're right. He said very clearly 
pick an hour to wake up, whatever it is. It can be 6 in the morning, can be 11, doesn't really matter. It can be 3 in the afternoon, but stick to it and wake up every day at the same time. And then do the same thing with your meals and do the same thing with your uh, rest time, uh, your shower and everything. And, and by doing that after two weeks, because a habit is, is uh, something that you gain after doing it for two weeks, um, your brain will know that that's, that's the next step. That's the next thing that you need to do in your day, in your week at that time. And it will help you to get uh, better organized, uh, more resilient, more uh, stronger, and and more happy. Apparently, so. I then again, remember. that doesn't work for anyone. No, uh, it doesn't no, work no, no, for no, not anyone. But it doesn't work for everyone. That yeah, would be yeah, the correct absolutely. way to say. It doesn't work for everyone. That's why. That's why the guy was also saying that um, you have to try it. If it doesn't work, you will find your own method because you will know it doesn't work for you and you knowing you better than anyone else can then build up your own method that works for you that's true you have to start somewhere yeah absolutely i just i just remembered uh, my ex that i used to live with some years back uh she would really make fun of me because i would eat the exact same thing for breakfast <laughs> yeah for the entirety of the two years we were together i i i, I do it well I, I usually eat the same thing every single day for a period of three or four months. Then I get fed up mm. with it, change change for something else. And after three or mm. four months, I get back to the first one and, and switch a few times <laughs> in, in what, the what's, year. What's wrong with cold pizza for breakfast every morning? <laughs> nothing. I, I don't get nothing. it. Nothing. <laughs> pizza nothing. is the perfect meal. It's full of yeah. everything that you need uh, in life. A girl <laughs> actually mean, survived... Uh, I don't remember how long, but 12 years or something, eating only pizza every single day for uh, that three That was the meals. vitamins of the pineapple. Ooh, here I'm coming with politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, in, in my case, though, it's, it's, it's not the exact same thing. It's more like I have like some ham and cheese sandwich. I have jam and brown cheese, and I have either... Um, mackerel with tomato sauce or some Norwegian liver patty kind of thing. So it's like, but there's a lot of variations in the type of cheese and the type of meat and the type of jam and all of that. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, there's variations there. Yeah, but yeah, sweet, yeah. Sweet like, and salty. If you look in my fridge now and eight years ago, it's the exact same things in my fridge. But, uh, uh, and that will probably the, be the last thing that I add to the conversation today. Um, there is also, when you want to get efficient, I mean, I know that I eat the same uh, thing in the morning, the same way that um, I don't have too many clothes because that I, I don't mm. really care about that. Uh, I don't remember the movie it was where Jeff Goldblum has the exact same trousers, vest and, and, and uh, shirt in, the, in, in, in his... Uh, uh, what's the name for a box where you put your wardrobe? Wardrobe. wardrobe. Thank you. I I don't understand why I can't remember that word because it, it's probably the third time I ask you this freaking word. <laughs> well, uh, wardrobe. So he has the exact same uh, outfit for every single day of the week because it, it doesn't waste time. It was probably the fly, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, anyway, he, he just pick one in the morning. He's always dressed the same way because it's a loss of time. Same thing for me. When I wake up in the morning, I am not in a good mood. 
I, I don't want people to talk to me. I don't want to have to prep for a breakfast. So I know that I will have my tea. I will have my pain au chocolat or my cookies. And, and that, that's good. That's it. I don't have to think and it will be quick and I will go to work or do whatever I have to do after that without to having having to prep something or to lose time or waste time or yeah anyway um it also uh, um efficiency it, it's it's productivity if you uh minimize your need to the bare minimum when it doesn't count when it's absolutely not important see what i mean mm. yeah 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 no it, you're, I... you're freeing up mental space absolutely yeah. you're having routines yeah. because you don't have to think about them yeah to actually and think about the things that are important and you need to absolutely think about. yeah and other, other people have the opposite for in i don't know if it's in germany overall but uh for example i remember my grandfather it was him in the morning was his black like one cup of coffee one um, cup of black tea with honey for sweetening and milk And he would read the newspaper and he would first drink his coffee. After that, he would drink like slowly his tea. Um, and he would like eat a really small portion, but he would read the newspaper. And he would read the newspaper from front to end and basically back and put it away. So like every morning he was, in my eyes, losing about one and a half hours, but he worked till late. But this was mm -hmm. him getting ready for the day. Yeah, it was that was also, his time. Yeah, like it, his private, yeah. his me time. Uh, Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. the bare minimum because he had his breakfast and like but yeah, it was yeah. like a clockwork every single day. Mm. Routine, uh, like a German clock. Yeah, oh. it was it was a routine. Yeah, <laughs> but what what should it come down to? I mean, um, I wouldn't advise anyone to follow a special rule with it. Uh, the only thing I would probably recommend is well, finding your own way sounds corny, but pick yourself any way to organize yourself and see what works and go from there. Yeah, and don't no, read I, and don't read fucking books don't read those books yeah <laughs> no it, it's it's uh, i i think the whole Marie Kondo thing works for people who bought oh, oh um no to quote george carlin i believe who said it like you work a job you hate to pay for things you don't want or don't need to impress people you don't like yeah And if like if you live that life, you have a lot of shit around that you don't care about. It's just taking up actual space. Yeah, so and, getting and, rid of it. And if you're doing that, will... you have to, a lot of thinking to do and 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 choices also, to make. Also, yeah. Uh, but 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 sort of. If I think I lost my thought. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> no, that's what uh, that's on me. I, yeah, you can blame you. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh come on! I had it. Take a deep breath. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, no, it's it's sort of building on what Jan said as well. That if if you are know you need to make a change or you want to just make a change in your life, it doesn't actually matter what what the topic of change is. It's and it doesn't even matter if you know what you want what you want to change, how you want to change it. It only matters that you know you want to change something and that you go at it with a little bit of fortitude and. Yeah, a bit smartly in the sense that just try things and it doesn't matter what you try and how you try it as long as you try to figure out if this is your thing or not because like for me eating the same thing for breakfast is blissful because i know what i'm gonna get it's it's it contains all the things i really like and i change out bits here and there because but it's the same topics of food so to speak yeah my ex she would almost consistently 
try to not eat the same thing twice in a week? Yeah, that that's a question I got from my wife as well uh, about my breakfast. She 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 asked me, but why are you eating that every single day uh, in the morning? And and the obvious question is because I like it. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's not something that imp I impose to myself because it's healthy or whatever. I just enjoy eating that stuff every single morning. So it's it's a good way to start a day by eating something that you enjoy. So I'm while while my ex, she really enjoyed the experience of trying something new. Yeah, I and just eating that slowly and experiencing it. And yeah. we're com we were completely different in that respect. Yeah, uh, but for her that worked. Yeah. Whatever. For me, I would go mad. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. It, it, I mean, yeah. as long as you enjoy your life and, and reach your goals. Yeah. But it, it, it goes to the whole organizing things and how you set goals and all of that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just doesn't matter how you do it. It just matters that it works for you and that it keeps you on track. And if it doesn't, then try something else. Then, then focus on something else. Talking about focus. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh you around. <laughs> I, I, I'm smart. Yeah. Who starts? Red. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with um, ID, Ben, and Carver from Slapstep. Oh, sorry. I'm going to say that again. Oh, because that, that musical number that Carver did? Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, slap, <laughs> slap stuff together. Um, because uh, this week uh, they made a video. Uh, I believe ID was behind the camera. Uh, ben and Carver made a wooden axe, uh, and Carver was just brilliant by uh, being the perfect YouTuber by saying hello guys and explaining what was going on and and the end. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And it was just the perfect um, video. Uh, oh, it, it was his first that. video, I believe, and it was absolutely. It, I I was smiling all all along when I was watching the video. It was so cute and so well done. Uh, it was also great to see Ben working uh, because we are used to see ID and sometimes sometimes cover on the Instagram. But but Ben is uh, uh, a behind the scene guy, uh, so it was it was great to see him uh, working as well with his son. So it was lovely and yeah, it's the best thing I've seen this week. So that's my focus. Nice. My, me? Yep. Is that it? Rasmus, go. I, I want to be an utter bastard and spiffs focus <laughs> focus on something that is only available to be seen in the UK, but because of VPNs, I managed to see it. Which one? And it uh, which VPN? No, no, which which show? Which thing? What? So it's Jimmy Carr's. I literally just told you, and specifically episode two. Okay. And the reason why this is really really fun is because. This is a show. Well, Jimmy Carr is a comedian that I've uh, found hilarious for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and him being a game show host is quite often quite entertaining because he's really sassy and really snarky and he manages to create the best, really good jokes on the spot. Now, this TV show is all about them telling the, con the contestants all of the answers and them asking them questions. Oh. Sounds like fun. So you, so yeah, so you, it's just like short, medium term memory testing. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, the problem is that episode two of season one, they probably had the worst contestants in history. Oh. 
because their short-term memory was horrible. Okay. <laughs> sounds sounds fun. What's, what's the name of the show again? I literally just told you. Okay. I literally just told you. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. There'll be a link, but you need a VPN to watch it on YouTube because channel for on for channel four's YouTube channel because it's unless uh, you're from the UK. Yeah. Unless you're from the UK. Uh, I need that case. Record it and send it to us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cough, cough. Uh, (laughs) Game reader, we know you're listening. Uh, (laughs) But in in this in this case in this episode. Uh, and I haven't watched any other episode yet, but it starts out fairly normal, and you think, well, they, okay, they, they get some things wrong, but it's entertaining, it's fun. But then it reaches a point where hardly anyone gets anything oh, correct. Wow. That must and, be a nightmare for the host of the show. Oh, oh, it gets, I don't even want to spoil things, but it gets absolutely hilarious. Okay, great. And yeah, and Jimmy Carr really shows what kind of skill he has as being a game show host because uh-huh. he manages to keep the show going and keep it connected. But if you're watching it and paying attention, you can see what the, uh, he's fishing so hard for the right answer. And the contestant is just completely blank. Perfect. I'm gonna watch that. And there's some really nice. excellent jokes in there. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Perfect. Just before you go, uh, Jan, uh, talking about uh, English TV show or, or one-man show. I just watched the third and last season of Afterlife with uh, Ricky Gervais, Ricky Gervais, whatever you want to call him. Um, you can sing whatever you want about the guy because he's. I think he's hilarious and, and pretty smart. But because of the of him hosting the Golden Globes, a lot of people started hating him, hating him for good reason because he said uh, some um, hard stuff about people. Anyway, uh, Afterlife is absolutely brilliant. If uh, it's it's not funny like crazy because it's about a guy uh, who loses his wife. Uh, uh, because she had cancer and so he's left alone and he wants to die. Uh, but it's all about how you keep going after you lose someone that was dear to you. Um, so the j- third season is uh, just out on Netflix uh, and I highly, highly recommend it. So, yeah. Yep. So those are the focuses from the guys that say it's not a movie podcast. It's absolutely not a movie podcast. <laughs> We're talking about TV shows now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my, my bad, my bad. Yeah, um, and the game show. Big difference. Oh, Big yeah. difference. Want to well, talk about Matrix? I got so- uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's give some more Harry Potter spoilers, please. No, the um, I told you it's not a real rat. I know. <laughs> and, and the hippogriff survives. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Fuck There's you, a spider too. at some point. <laughs> like a big one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. he's Hagrid's brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I keep on going, my friend. <laughs> God, now I lost Now I lost, completely lost it. No, um, my, mine is actually, uh, it's, it's a YouTuber and it's, that guy is fantastic. Well, actually, you should say the team. Um, when it comes to snarky and it's wonderfully nerdy, uh, th- this one really goes down the nerd path. It's Gamers Nexus. Okay. 
and I don't know if you guys know him. Um, nope. They are now over a million subscribers, but what they always done is they not just re well, they mainly review tech stuff, uh, PCs. And we're talking especially about like cases, graphic cards and other stuff that all in all would make him one of like thousands other tech YouTubers, but they're nerds, they're freaks. And they also start fights with the producing companies, especially lately the MSI. So if they make a shitty case, they call them out on it. If there's a mistake in the manufacturing process to make like a power supply might explode or um, a case may catch fire, they call them out and they prove it. They basically do all the testing on it to show under which conditions that failure turns up. So this is where the nerdy part starts. So the latest geek, what they did, and this is why I want to um, kind of put a focus on this week. They just bought a fan testing machine for PC case fans. Okay. And they bought, that Ooh. machine they bought is like a forty, fifty thousand dollar machine and it's the same one they're using at the manufacturer to take the data and put them on the carton mm -hmm. so now if they call bullshit on the fence or if somebody makes claim a, a manufacturer of a fan makes claims about what the fan can do they can put it throw it basically in the same machine they're using in production test it Nice. And call bullshit on it. Nice. I like and, them already. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, and they already did. They, they pulled a couple of stunts where big manufacturers either got a lawsuit by a state or basically did a recall on products to refurbish the products. Cool. So they have a lot yeah. of leverage and they're just getting bigger and they just got a new studio and the fan testing machine is just one of the first big machines they got. And they, they he already told the manufacturers, like, if you're fucking up, anytime soon we're gonna find out nice and we can prove it so cool. for people that are into uh the whole tech stuff and computers and our gearheads this is uh wonderfully nerdy and a lot of fun to get into and he has a really snarky um personality and it's really fun about it um good research and <laughs> as a benefit they call him tech jesus because of his long hair <laughs> so gamers nexus on youtube right? gamers nexus yeah. exactly I, I think it's it's nice to see someone who tries to uh, or it's good to always have someone who's being critical and trying to bust people's balls especially when they're actually doing bad things or doing a bad job yes absolutely and they and they even do like an end of the year and they print a um, a t-shirt which i think is fantastic marketing it's a limited edition and it's the biggest disappointment of that year and it's like that concert roadmap going down and yeah. it costs like the manufacturer and the product nice it's fantastic good. really yeah. good i i just want to ask though because there's a big difference about being critical and just being cynical oh yeah they know they're not they're, they are being critical not cynical usually Unless the, uh, the manufacturer is trying to fuck with them. Yeah, but I mean, they're still able to be honest about saying, no, no, so they fucked up really on this, but this is oh, actually really they good. They did reviews in the past where they said it's like, well, these are the shortcomings of this PC case. But we already talked to the manufacturer and they said following points to improve that with further production. So they were they're more or less they they are willing to work together with them. They're not bashing everyone. Okay, cool. Okay. Because but, yeah. that's 
Yeah. I don't like that just to hate on no. things, just to mm. hate on it because that's entertaining to people. Yeah. No, no, but there's there's lady there, for example, MSI, that was exploding um, uh, how to power supplies mm. and they basically informed MSI what the issue was with it and MSI made an um, official statement and not directly naming Gamers Nexus, but basically calling them a liar. Ooh. And that went ugly real fast because they just ripped them a second one to the part where I think MSI received a lawsuit from the state because of the danger of the exploding um, power caps inside the the power supply. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, it's okay. n- so- nerdy stuff. Not not everyone, not everyone slice of bread to say it, but um, I, I really enjoy it. Cool. 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 Then I, I I think that's it. Are we done? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Done for the day. Finally. I need <laughs> to eat another dinner because... Yeah, you only I, had three. I, I, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I realized because of the whole dancing and running thing, I running about on Monday, I forgot to eat dinner on Monday. Oh, yeah. I you, have, just, you have to make up for that. So I need to compensate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. For the rest I, of the week, double portions all week. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's was the worst. I I finished eating ju- dinner b- just b- before we got on today, and I was like, I need more <laughs> soon. <laughs> okay, now now I'm getting hungry too. Where, where can people find us? You can find us collectively at Two Thirds Focused on all of the mostly social places, and you can email us if you have any thoughts or suggestions. But honestly, if you actually like the show, do us a favor and recommend it to someone. It doesn't even have to be someone you like. If you hate the show, send it to someone you hate. Maybe <laughs> maybe they like it. Uh, but you can find me at Rasmus Lewin uh, on all of the social things and lewinsme.no if you want roses for your valentine or things like that. Nice. And you can find me at theredsmith.com or redsmith or the redsmith on all the usual media thing. Yeah, and me on nerdinventor.com or just nerdinventor on the social places, mainly Instagram, YouTube. Um, also, as a last thing, if you want to ask us questions, because we're going to do a QA and a at one point, just send them to us. Best thing would be over Insta, Ooh, yes. but email um, or, I don't know, Facebook, I believe, would work too. Mm-hmm. So Any of the links in the yeah. show notes thingies. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just shoot us something. Wonderful. I think that was it. Perfect. Thank you all. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Good week, guys.